0: Here's another excerpt from podcast Historius. Which is kind of ironic now that that happened, and now that our current president is Bongbong Bong Marcus. And uh, I don't know the details anymore because, again, just like the past Filipinos, life goes on for most of us. And we just really have, most especially the inflation. na ng diesel karon 100 pesos na. Yes. Mauna nagpahatud ka sa office. Wow. <laughs> Like a princess. Yes. Um, do you get what I mean? Like, um, as a logical, objective, no malicious, no opinions. What is happening right now? Like, I'd like you to talk about the irony of the whole situation without really being so biased about it. Uh,
1: in a in my most in, my, in a very objective way, it's not actually ironic because if you um looking back throughout history. Going back to Kwana, going back to the Philipp- during the time of the Philippine Revolution. Remember that, yes, in the 1800s, the towns, the municipalities, um, communities were ruled by very few elite families. And for some reason, after the Spanish left and the Americans came in, these structures have never changed. We are still ruled by a very few families. And right now, these families are just in the political scene so that's why we don't think of them as as um, elite families anymore we just think of them as politicians but if you think about it these are the same families that have been running the show for you know a century already and uh, they've been doing this for for many many years uh, for many many presidents and
0: uh, beginning 1898 right yeah
1: it's always been their interests first before the interest of the the general population, that's how it's always been. So, in a sense, um, ironic because, you know, we were fighting for uh, independence and then we had to fight for it again. But if you think about it, it's always been, uh, the decisions that got us here have been made by the decisions of these wealthy families uh, in the different... Karun, uh, if you take a look at um, the uni team, Kaninkang Marcos, is actually composed of families that are... Um, pinaka you have the Arroyos, the Macapagals, which is two basically a marriage of, Gloria Macapagal Arroyo is a marriage of two very distinguished families. Old blood yun Macapagal, mga Arroyo, mga Mestizo,
0: So there were part, like if you think about it, their lineage goes way back. Way, way back. Like 1700s, part of the Mestizo class that we're talking about Inana, that has been governing towns as well, right? Yes, yes. Okay.
1: And we have the Estradas, although they're not, you know, um, they're not old blood, but still the same, but they rose to power. Their family gained wealth, and then they established themselves as a ruling class. So um, these are very, uh, the, the family, so uh, Macapagalaroyo, Estrada, um, the, the Revillas are also very um, well-known, prominent family, uh, f- prominent family in, in Cavite, the Marcoses mm-hmm. are a prominent family in Ilocos, and the Romualdeses are a prominent family in, in Region Eight. So think about it, ma. These are interests of a few wealthy families, fam- influential people, and and uh, yeah, whose
0: lineages go dates back to even before the Philippines. So it's
1: always been their interests before us. Good, and uh, in that, if you look at it that way, it's not really that ironic. Good to be honest.
0: Okay, so it's what you're saying is in layman's term, history has repeated itself and it's just like a pattern. Human behavior. Yeah, that's right. At some point. And it's just human behavior if you ask me. So what are we saying now? As much as we want to do like opinions, but I don't want to go there because I'm just tired. I'm tired of editing. I'm tired of (laughs) truthful, but at the same time we're not going to be lashing out our opinions and ignorance at some point. But what does it really represent today? This one hundred and twenty-fourth Independence Day of the Philippines. In a historical point of view,
1: I think it should still very much uh, reflect the same thing that um, independence independence from foreign foreign power. Mm-hmm. It still should mean the same thing because um, really the liberties we enjoy today, we will, we would never have gotten it if if it were for a few individuals like Bonifacio, Aguinaldo, and you know uh, uh, Rizal. I mean, sure, we botched, we botched it for the next few decades because, well, if we didn't botch it, we, will not, we won't be poor now, you know. But sure, we botched it for the next few decades. But the thing is, we have that foot at the door already. We're already independent. We're free from, from external, from third-party. Um, and that's, that's a thing that should be celebrated. Uh, because there are countries that um, are still fighting for it in the midst of fighting for it. There are countries that are, that don't know that they are, uh, they don't have the freedoms. Like, that's true. Uh, say, you know, China is a, a very, very con- uh, state-controlled, the, the population is very much controlled um, by the by the state or governed by the state. Then they're free in a sense, with their thoughts and everything. So there are people who do not, enjoy the same liberties as us and Mm. we should think back to 1898 and thank these people because they paved the way that way for us i mean 1986 would not have been possible if ideas of liberty and freedom had not been embedded with us 100 years prior
0: listen to the full independence day special on podcast Historius.